coming to you live from an undisclosed location in North Carolina. It's a podcast thing. I'm your host, JL, and here with me is my co-host, all the way from the Big Apple, the Brooklyn Butterfly, Nikki B. Oh, and the guy in the corner, he's our producer and forever intern, EJ the DJ. We back in here, y'all. Welcome and thank you for joining us once again for It's a Podcast Thing. Uh, Next week is Thanksgiving, uh, time for family and gatherings and togetherness. Uh, Food, folks, and fun, as McDonald's used to say. Uh, So, you know, it's it's here. Holidays are definitely here. Time for some some good eats and some some good folks. Uh, Definitely make sure you do it responsibly. it's a lot going on this this season. Once again, I uh, don't know if we're kind of at like the threat level of last year this time, but I uh, still got a lot going on. Um, just a lot going on. We're going to get into a couple of those things here. I titled this episode. It's our futures that pay the cost. Uh, just kind of based on where we are right now, looking forward, the climate the mood, the attitude, it's, uh, yeah, it just kind of depending on what we do with this right now, these moments, these incidents, our futures are going to pay the cost either way. So uh, I'm watching these trials, though, which is interesting um, that we have two high profile trials happening simultaneously featuring racially motivated murders. But I have to say, I thought it was uh, I thought it was justice. Uh, we had to worry about peeking from under the blindfold. So not only are we packing the Supreme Courts, but now we're, I guess, packing the lower courts, too. I guess in order to defend a racist, you need a racist defense attorney and a racist judge as well. It's like a trifecta, you know, so it's so you can get all the you know results that you need. This judge in Wisconsin has made some racist jokes. He's interrupted court proceedings uh, with his ringtone from 45's campaign uh, and just so many other things. Like, why has he not recused himself or been recused? I don't understand. And then the defense attorney in Georgia said it's uh, basically too many niggas in the courtroom. Um, I mean, it's... That's essentially what he said. Uh, All these black ministers in the courtroom, I guess he's just really... He's, it bothers him. I can't with these races. It's just, especially on this level, uh, the people that you trust to, you know, evoke justice. And and let's call them exactly what they are. They're racist. Let's stop trying to powder powder sugarcoat this thing. Um, it, it's it is what it is. So, um, but I'm gonna get off my soapbox and bring in my home girl. What's up, Nikki B? What's up, everybody? It's the Brooklyn Butterfly, Nikki B, in your ear. Oh, yo. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. It's just... I would just like to say our hostess with the most says something about doing things in moderation or whatever, whatever, or being responsible. Nobody who's responsible ever has any fun. <laughs> 
This I'm is true. Saying. This is true. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, in both of these cases, uh, these racist individuals um, armed with guns went looking to shoot people that they deemed a part of something that is happening in this country that's a part of a changing landscape that they're either not comfortable with or don't like or both. Um, the the shooting in Georgia uh, involving um, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, obviously they, they hunted this, this young man down. Uh, they had an agenda. They knew what they were doing. And it, it was basically, I mean, it, it just reminded me of, of the old days when they went out looking for slaves, um, basically. And, and that's kind of the law that they're trying to use in Georgia to protect them. Uh, that's what the defense attorney is actually using to try to protect these guys and get them off. And, you know, this guy in Wisconsin that, that drove there, well, his mother drove him there. Don't know why she's not on trial, too. Uh, a minor armed with a, a, an assault rifle <laughs> went to a, a protest that was protesting racism and killed people that were standing up for black people. Uh, so, you know, both racially motivated in, in each case. And I just, I don't understand why, why we're even worried that these guys could actually get off. Um, but I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Is any of this surprising? Is any of this surprising? It, it's not, but I mean, it's like, it's getting more and more blatant. And it's, I think what's probably more disturbing is the fact that, none of this is surprising it's like you know how you sit down and you watch romeo and juliet or romeo must die or <laughs> anything that you know is based off of like one of those classics because we all know that those things were done over and over and over and over and over and over again mm -hmm. west side story mm -hmm. this new thing that's coming out like west side story all that other stuff yeah it's like sitting down and watching a show that you are able to to call every single scene. <laughs> yeah. And that is what this has become. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying it's okay or anything. I'm just saying, like, that is what this has become. And part of me thinks that these people want it to become second nature so that you won't even question it anymore. Well, I, I think that's the thing. I think that at a time it was like, you know, that was the law. They, there were laws in place to keep people like us, you know, in our place. And over time, because of, you know, you know, the civil rights and, and marches and, and things of that nature, it, it was almost kind of like the black, you know, black lives matter movement. It was, it was brought to the attention to the mass that like, look, this is, this is what they do to us. This is, you know, this is how they treat us. And this is not right, you know, to, to kind of win over the, you know, affection of, you know, basically white America so that they would take pity on us and say, oh, yeah, give those black people rights. Like, that's that's not like that's that's not right. So, you know, you know. so sad. People like MLK or Malcolm or whatever the case may be, you know, all the people who were at the front lines of all the, of the civil rights movement, the civil rights, the civil rights movement. Why well, can't get my words together today? <laughs> um, you know, if they were here today. And they'd be, and they were told that this was 2021, <laughs> and they looked around. And they said, "So, not much change, huh?" Yeah, like, like, what were we, what were we marching for? Like, yeah, like, what, what, what were we getting sprayed down <laughs> to the point of our flesh coming off mm, of our bodies for? Mm, what yeah. were we being tear gas for? What were we marching for tirelessly? Yeah, 
Yeah. Then she's day and night, day after day, week after week, month after month. What are we doing that for? Yo, I, I don't know. For them to have given us rights in theory, and, but not in practice. And, and to be right back where we were before. Um, it, it is crazy. It, it's really crazy. Um, let's bring it up a little bit. Uh, my man, EJ the DJ. What it be? How you doing, brother? He says hello and uh, to everyone. <laughs> I hate these two. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man. Uh, he he said he said he says he thought that COVID was the only thing you had to worry about going back to a concert for. Um, apparently uh, not, EJ the DJ. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Uh, you, just when you thought Guys, it was safe to... The show is really behind the scenes. If y'all have a chance to look at what we're dealing with in this bad house. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you, but you, you definitely might want to bring a poncho EJ to DJ to a concert next time uh, you go, man, because it, it's, it's getting dangerous out there. Um, last, <laughs> last week's IMQ was... Uh, is it homophobic if someone refuses to interact with someone who is perceived as feminine? Um, and like I said, this was brought on because of the interaction between uh, Mayweather and the fan that had the painted fingernails that wanted a picture with him. Um, you know, we're kind of moving into a very different landscape uh, right now. And so these are definitely going to be some of the things that we're going to see going forward. Uh, when traditional masculinity is now uh, kind of uh, pitted, I don't want to say pitted, but uh, I'll say maybe challenged uh, by a, a new age of, of what masculinity uh, is defined as. So mm, definitely this won't be the last incident I'm sure that we'll we'll see like this. He's, so. so, he's just so ignorant, like you're going to catch catch gay from me. Like, <laughs> no and oh, but you know what he probably believes that he got the cooties <laughs> but he, he seems like he's someone who would believe that because if you really look from you know that's kind of where he came from that, that well, whole I mean, area. knowledge is power and reading is fundamental we both know me what yeah <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't like what I'm saying about your boy? Come at me. Man, come at me. I can't stand that dude. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this week's IMQ is, do you think the punishments being delegated in the January 6th racist uprising are just? Um, if you've been watching the news, uh, the latest Q-nut, uh, that Q-nut shaman dude with the, with the horn hat and the, the furry pants, no shirt on, the body paint. Uh, he was sentenced to 41 months in prison. Uh, the Justice Department said they wanted to make an example of him by giving him a harsh sentence. But is this really harsh? By comparison, the guy who punched a police officer during the racist uprising also got 40 months. So is this a fair sentence? And do you feel it's harsh enough? What say you, Nikki B? Um, if he not being thrown in a cell with murderers and rapists that tell him a new one, then it's not harsh enough. <laughs> so that's just my stance. Yeah. And again, yeah. I invite the listeners to come at me. <laughs> they feel something different. No, come at no. Me. Or if you agree, come at me with kindness. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, it's, it's definitely, we, we, you and I both know it's not a harsh enough sentence and you and I both know. 
if it was a Black Lives Matter protest that had raided the the White House or the Capitol, man, not only well, I mean, we it'd probably be just some dead n words laying on the front lawn. I mean, outside of that, the ones who did survive. Are you kidding me? Jail, they would have enacted martial law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh my gosh, we're being invaded by black people. <laughs> it's the, it is the I'm end done. of the world. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I am done with you. Oh but man, I'm not done with the listeners. I want to hear what they have to say. Absolutely, hit us up. I want to our... read here. You know, all of that jazz. Yes, hit us up on our social media. Let us know what you think about this. Um, EJ the DJ, kick the ballistics. We about to get this show going, baby. We back up in here, y'all. In the news, uh, President Biden officially signed the infrastructure bill into law this week. Woohoo! The $1.2 trillion uh, bill will be used to repair, replace, and improve uh, water systems, roads, bridges, and other transportation systems. This law received bipartisan support, which means even the Republicans supported the bill, for the most part, anyway. Now, they have to pass the $1.75 trillion spending package for the Build Back Better plan. Um, Senate Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer and other Democrats are trying to now repackage the package, uh, focusing on fighting inflation and helping families to uh, make it more uh, representable or more presentable uh, to the Republicans so that they will be more optative to approve it. So... We will you know, see that how that really goes. upsets me, JL. That upsets me because I hate that people get they get so boggled down by insignificant things such as like, oh, what is the name of this package? How yeah. are we gonna be able to rename it so that these people over here you know, it reminds me of when the Affordable Care Act first started and everyone was calling it Obamacare <laughs> and it became and I think I was watching like Jimmy Kimmel or one of these one of these white talk show hosts, and um, <laughs> he uh, went out on the street, or one of his people did, yeah, and was like, yeah. "How do you feel about Obamacare?" And like all of these white people were like, "I don't like it. I don't like it." <laughs> and then he said, "In this package, this and this and this and this and this is happening." And they said, "Oh, that sounds great. What is the name of that? Pa- the Affordable Care Act? Oh, that sounds amazing." <laughs> because you think with your race before you think with your brain like it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it is um yeah no absolutely that's a perfect example um and 
but rename it if it helps you focus on what needs to be done then rename it the sesame street plan I don't care. <laughs> yeah exactly oh no don't rename oh, it oh yeah yeah you're right no don't do that oh yeah don't do that <laughs> that would be bad that would be bad because we already know somebody who's gonna vote it down um <laughs> president biden also met with uh, Chinese President uh, Xi Jinping in a virtual face-to-face, -face, which didn't really yield any results. I'm sure everyone has been following this very obvious tension between the U.S. and China lately. There are a, a few different factors playing into this tension over economic and trade competition between China and the U.S., climate change, and the issues surrounding Taiwan, as well as their uh, nuclear capabilities in China. So um, there's a just I don't know if this is I can't I can't really call this beef. I don't know if it's, you know, just some old stuff or I don't know if China's mad because of the last four years and what, 45, all the little tariffs and stuff that was put on them and they just holding a grudge. I don't know if this new guy coming in um, is just like, you know, this is how we're going to do it. I know he's been like banning a lot of the uh, social media stuff from China. And I mean, it's almost like he's trying to turn China into a dictatorship. So I mean, China hasn't been a real democracy in a long time, but I'm going to say, um, people don't mess with China. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do not mess with China. Yeah. And, and oh, this is going to sound bad. Oh my God. Chinese government don't come for me. Um, <laughs> But I feel like they feel they have something to prove. Yeah, but I feel yeah, like China, as a, as, as a country, as a nation, as a people, yeah. feel like they have something to prove. So, like, I, talks need to be handled very delicately with, with countries like China and North Korea. Yeah. And I don't, and I'm being really honest with you, because it's hard enough keeping up with our politics, right? But... I don't even try to understand their policies and their, and their stance when it yeah. comes to their occupied territories. Yeah. Like, I don't even try to understand it. True. Because I don't understand how you can call yourself a democracy on, on whatever you would consider to be your mainland, but then rule as a dictatorship in a different country that you're occupying. Now, I don't think America's the greatest at it either. Oh, but, no, but, but... Even though we occupied certain certain um, territories, we also allowed them a free their free democratic proceedings. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, we may not agree with them. We may try to had something so that the people that we want get in office. But that's not much different than what we do here. So. Sometimes a little coercion too. You know, little, little, I mean, you know, just make little push. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just so, just so you guys know, I did the little salt man thing. The salt day? Is that a, is yeah, is I, a salt day? I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> oh, but my yeah, gosh. But, but don't mess with China or North Korea and certain other countries because they suffer from little act syndrome. You know, I, was, you know, I, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, that, that is pretty much true. And I think you kind of hit it on the head, too. I think with China's history, they do feel like they have a lot to prove. Um, you know, just kind of given, you know, the situation they were in, you know, China just being, you know, kind of historically a poor country, 
but it kind of like pulled itself up on, you know, by his own bootstraps kind of thing. And like now they're, you know, one of the most, you know, highest, you know, as far as like uh, manufacturing and stuff, exporting goods, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can say this though. Um, I don't think China's economy is ready to lose all of the jobs that we sent over there. I don't, oh, no. I don't. No, so that, like, that's I how they like, built it. That's how they built it. So yeah, you know. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like they, even though I, anyone who has ever like taken a train or driven into New York has to drive through or go through Trenton and there's this sign up there. Oh God, oh, Jersey. <laughs> anyway. Wow. There's a sign up there. <laughs> anyway, there's this sign up there that says Trenton makes the world takes. Mm. And that slogan can definitely be adapted to China. Mm. Like China makes and the world takes, but that's because China wants that. China yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. To Absolutely. get their country where they are now. And when you talk about levels of poverty, I'm not saying that we should compare poverty. Obviously, you know, people are hurting all over the, all over the planet, no matter what country, what race, what gender. It doesn't mm. matter. Um, everyone is affected by poverty. But I used to... Mm, but out there by myself. I used to talk to this Chinese guy, right? Really? And I'm in China, Chinese guy. Yeah, and, yeah. And he told me that they have this thing uh, that they refer to in like everyday life. They refer to certain people and certain like sex of people as ants. And I was like, why? Like, is it because their life doesn't mean it? He was like, no, it's because literally there will be 12 people sleeping or living in one room. They crowd together like like ants. And he said like, that is literally how people live there are not you know how we have two or three family homes yeah. and you might try to make the basement into another yeah. no, they have like whole like two or three families like whole families Good living in the same grief. room wow so when wow. i say they need our business they need our business yeah wow so but like i said either way you just you gotta be there. anyone who has access to nuclear warheads you need to be delicate and talk <laughs> did, did you did you hear what uh jing jing p said about uh, he said you you play with fire you get hurt you get burned like he he told president biden that <laughs> do you see what i'm saying like yeah, feel yeah. Like he has to approve. yeah he yeah. feels like him and his people and the people that are feeding things in his ear and saying oh you know those americans and they think this and they think yeah, that and that's how yeah. they act and da, 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 da. china the only way you taking us out is with a nuclear warhead because our army is way better than yours. I don't care. You know, they like to put videos up North Korea, some parts of China and everything like that. Not really Japan. Japan kind of just sitting there chilling. Yeah, like, Japan no chilling. He like, oh, we good. <laughs> we we, we, call, we called them nukes back then. We know. We, we good. Like, like, we not. But when you look at their militaries, like, I see people say, oh, that's really scary. Like, they're breaking center blocks with their legs and stuff. Americans will not let you get close enough to do that. We will <laughs> even think about picking up a gun. So stop playing with us. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, there's a lot of things that I disagree with America about, but the way they protect their country was never one of them. Yeah, well, no, you're right about that. That's one thing we will do is pick up a gun and shoot it. So What? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Yes. And then the crazy thing is, these military bases, like, and this is just a global thing, we all have representatives from every...
country in everybody else's country. Yeah. So it's kind of like, as soon as this man leaves this room, Biden press that button because he about to go back and tell his president to press the button. So you better press it before he gets yeah, over Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy right now. It's, it's just crazy. Um, also yeah. in the news, uh, pandemic news, uh, Europe's <laughs> throwback, um, throwback, uh, Europe's numbers are still continuing to rise. Uh, they said there's, there's actually like a fourth wave hitting Germany right now. Uh, the prime minister of Europe is talking about a possible lockdown and even Sweden is experiencing high numbers. And I want to say there's been a few spikes here in the U.S. I just uh, heard about uh, Michigan experiencing some uh, some COVID, uh, high COVID numbers there. And I think there's a few other places in the U.S. too. And you know, mean like Raleigh? Because Raleigh numbers have gone up consistently in the past two weeks. Yeah, here in the Carolina, you know. So it, it's, uh, we're entering the holidays again. And, you know, this is exactly... <laughs> This is exactly how it happened last time. So I'm just like, people just don't learn. But anyway, anyway. You know, I feel like the world is acting like the mouse that keeps getting buzzed every time they try to get the cheese. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why do you keep going back for the cheese? Like, it can't keep buzzing forever, right? So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Um, You know, definitely we're always cautioning on the show. You know, if you're going to, you know, do, you know, family gatherings or any kind of gatherings around the holidays, you still have to be responsible. We are not done with COVID. Well, COVID's not done with us. We're done with it, but it's not done with us. So take precautions, exercise responsibility, people, please, please. We do not need to see, we do not need to go back into another wave here in the U.S. Like right as we're getting out of a wave. Um, or maybe let's go ahead and go into another wave so I can telework. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I thought that way. I thought that way. I was like, well, maybe this COVID thing is so bad. But <laughs> I'm at home. I think it's only natural to try to look for the good in your current situation. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell y'all something. My body was snatched last summer because <laughs> what was I doing in the house all day? Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kill my baby. Like. <laughs> Oh man, I, I didn't really get snatched. I was more like kind of like pinched a little bit last summer. Oh, so nah, you nah, were snatched. Holy snatched. Holy snatched. And then the state opened back up. And I was like, oh, McDonald's is right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, the House Select uh, Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis. This is very interesting. Check this out reviewed emails and documents that shows how the previous administration under 45 attempted to silence the C the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention at the start of the pandemic by blocking media briefings and interviews with the CDC, altering public safety guidance, and instructed agency officials to destroy evidence that could indicate political interference. <laughs> well, first of all, didn't we know this already? Um, yes, yes, we did. <laughs> my question is, why is there always so much evidence but no action being taken? So, like you said, okay, we have emails, we have documents, 
we we have this, we have that. So why is nobody being investigated? Why is nobody being arrested? Why is nobody being prosecuted? I don't understand. Like, that's the part that always gets me. We found evidence. Okay, well, what you going to do with it? Like, that's that's always my nigga. Like, look, you got it. Go, go, go get them. <laughs> like, like, isn't this what you I mean, need? I guess part of it is because real change, real, and I mean real change, mm. holding people accountable for their actions, um, creating and presenting a well-thought-out, well-researched, well-written argument, um, enacting and providing uh, resources, materials, and ways to make change. I mean, that all takes like real, I mean, real time. And I know we joked about it a little bit in the last episode uh, when we were talking about climate change and we can't wait until 2050 to start doing things or to start seeing things, you know, I mean, because really and truly people, the world is on fire. I don't know if y'all, when Bill Nye set the globe on fire and was like, this is what's happening, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I believe you, Bill. (laughs) But like real change, it, it, it takes time and I'm not saying that's a blanket excuse for them to move slow or to allow people to get away with things. Um, but I am saying that, and let's be real, how much are they, how much is really going to be prosecuted when the skin color is the right color? Like, well, like, yeah. I, and I was actually going to like, I guess if you're not going to prosecute or you're, if you're not really going to harshly sentence someone who stormed the Capitol in, in the middle of a freaking election proceeding um, or someone who assaulted a police officer at that same yep. moment, then, yeah, I guess you're not going to prosecute some nope. some high official who tried to hide some evidence about a virus that killed hundreds of thousands of people. Um, and, I, and let's be real. Right. Because those same people. At the January 6th riots were the same people that were saying, Blue Lives Matter, <laughs> as you were assaulting a police riots. officer. <laughs> the irony. So, all lives matter. Oh, really? Well, then that means the life of that cop, the life of that mm. driver, the life of that Senate member, that Congress, then that means their lives matter too. Yeah. Yeah, just just not when all know. lives matter except the ones that are not in line hey, with what exactly, we exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Okay, I'm getting off my soapbox. <laughs> uh, also in the news, uh, climate change. Okay, let me bring my soapbox back. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. Get your soapbox. Get your soapbox. <laughs> um, Washington State experienced massive flooding. Uh, about 50,000 Washington State customers were without power after several days of heavy rain caused floods and mudslides. Climate change. A city in Egypt is dealing with storms so bad there that it left three people dead, hundreds injured, and a rash of scorpions and snakes. Uh, the city experienced rain, dust storms, and snow in Egypt. Uh, and it drove out the snakes and scorpions, um, drove them from their homes, and three people died from scorpion bites. Uh, Did you hear that? Did they hear snow in Egypt? Snow Did anyone hear that? In Did anyone Egypt. hear the word snow in Africa? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, 
I just want to make sure. I I know Toto it's said like, the rain's fall in Africa, but dang, not the snow though. It's just like it's like saying, oh yeah, you know, let's let's visit Hawaii during their off season because they get a lot of snow <laughs> in the summer. Like what? You know, but but climate change. That might not be too far off at some point. You know what I mean? So when it if it snows and if it snows in Hawaii, we know that that's it. It's the end. It's the end. Like it's it's done. I so. mean, and countries think that waiting is an option. And there are countries that think waiting is an option. Listen, I know you are beholden to the dollar. I, I get it. Mm. But do you realize there will be no world for you to spend your billions and billions of dollars? Do you realize that? Exactly. Do you realize and, and this is a if you believe your money is not going to get you to heaven, whatever afterlife reincarnated, because guess what, people? There will be no world to be reincarnated into. Like, <laughs> I just, like, do they not understand? And let me tell you something. And JL, you know this from experience. Yes. But I'm mad at anything that's bringing snakes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, you already know. She, she's not a you snake person. Know. She's not a snake person, so yeah, you know. So. <laughs> I am so far from a snake person. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I yeah, actually when I saw that story, I was like, yeah, Nikki's gonna love this one. Um <laughs> when I was reading it, I was getting the heebie-jeebies. I, I know, yeah, I already know. I already know. I will take a thousand scorpion snakes <laughs> over one non-poisonous snake bite. <laughs> You said non-poisonous. Non-poisonous. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Um also uh in the news, uh uh climate change, uh is the weather uh the weather prediction center, that's a real thing, by the way, is calling for a sig- uh, significant storm activity next week during Thanksgiving holiday. That could impact uh, holiday travel, much like it did last year. So if you are planning on traveling, of course, you know, Thanksgiving is like the busiest travel time of the year. Um, this, this might not be the, the, the time. So like first, you know, the pandemic said, yeah, you probably don't need to travel. Now Mother Nature is saying, yeah, you probably don't need to travel. So uh, if you are traveling, be safe because uh, there might be some some serious storms coming your way. So, uh well, uh, it, it is it is uh, that time. It is ridiculous news rhyme with your girl Nikki B. What you got for him? A bear goes in on a snack run at Seven Eleven and even sanitizes his pants, or should I say paws? <laughs> the rock pees in a can, while a female rock star pees on a fan. Reese's made a peanut butter cup for Thanksgiving dessert as big as a pie pan. Oh my God, guys, I want it. A 12-year-old Boy Scout saves a couple in Hawaii because their dog can't stand and same-sex couples can finally get married in Switzerland. Yay! Which you would think that same-sex couples already would have been able to get married in Switzerland, but... That's what... Let me tell you something. When I read this, I was like, let me do a little fact-checking because I was like... Switzerland? Of all places, you know, like I, I, I was, I was very surprised. I was very surprised, but I guess even the most quote unquote progressive or mm-hmm. woke minds are not mm-hmm. as woke as they hope. Not, not in, not in every aspect. <laughs> no, that was a freestyle rhyme right there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm about tired, I'm <laughs> about this, uh, this female rock star though. <clears throat> um, 
Did she? Okay, I gotta say, just if, as a guy, she she is kind of cute though. She she is kind of attractive. So I'm sure I'm sure that's what those women who repeat on about are. He is, he is a singer. He a millionaire. He kind of attractive. Well, I'm, okay. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe her and R. Kelly could cut a cut a track together. What called Golden Showers? Golden Showers, man. I don't know. That's the. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If these chickens come out with a song called Golden Showers, Yo. I'm gonna cut. And you know we love doing a remix. You get a remix on that joint and get don't you know. Too cold. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not a real R. Kelly fan, so I can't. I can't. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I stopped a long time ago. Yeah, I only so. know like a handful of songs. I, and I, I know one, not because I want to, but because it was played over and over. I'm gonna tell you, if I hear, if I, I believe I can fly ever in my life again, I'm going to punch whoever put it on. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Well. Ah, uh, that that's uh that's that's definitely some interesting stuff there. Uh, let's take a commercial break, and we will be back after this very important message. America was once considered one of the greatest and most powerful nations in the world. Now this nation is plagued with problems like violence, racial upheaval, social injustice, and even an economic crisis. These are all extreme problems, and extreme problems require extreme solutions. There are some people who have issues with critical race theory and don't want black history taught in their schools or to their children. And to those people, I say, we'll see how they get along without the countless contributions made by black people. Forget about further appropriating black culture and exploiting the elements that you deem profitable. No more Vanilla Ice, Justin Timberlake, or even Elvis Presley. And no more of those Jenners just because I hate them. Let's see what kind of original music you can come up with without robbing our musical stylings. Oh, and you can forget about those season passes you have for the big games. How exciting do you think this football and basketball season will be without any brothers running up and down the courts and fields? Looks like it's hockey and NASCAR from now on. Tough break, mother And that soul food you love so much that you've gentrified into comfort food? Oh, that's out of here. Let's see how you season your food by yourselves. I think evoking these changes could have substantial impacts on people's mindsets. We'll see who needs who first without all those inventions that black people created. I'm JL. Together, let's vote for a better world for everyone. Hateful adults are making hateful children. First and foremost, my heart and prayers I offer up to the family in Utah dealing with the loss of their young daughter. I cannot imagine the pain that you must feel. 
Second, I hope that you can find some peace in your lives and that something positive can come out of this moment, if that's even possible. Third, what are black people doing in Utah anyway, unless you're playing basketball? I'm trying to offer some levity to this situation, not that there is any humor in it, just trying to keep myself from crying. Anytime a child's life is lost, it's, it's, it's a very sad situation. And when a child's life is lost senselessly, it's grievous and it's heartbreaking. So the incident that we're talking about uh, where a little 10-year-old girl named Isabella Izzy Tishner took her own life because she was being bullied. It happened at an elementary school in the Davis School District earlier this month. Obviously, the family is still grieving and we grieve with them. Unfortunately, we know that incidents like this have happened before. Uh, they're happening now and they will continue to happen, as evidenced by the fact that Izzy's mother, Brittany, said that her other children have also experienced bullying as well. And the school district did very little to address the situation when uh, the parents brought it to their attention. Uh, this included the teacher. Uh, this included the principal of the school who turned it over to the vice principal uh, and nothing still happened. Um, other complaints were levied against the students by parents at the school. Also, in reference to bullying, those complaints were also ignored. And the defense that the school used was that black and Asian students shouldn't be so sensitive. Strangely enough, in the midst of all of this, there were uh, there was an investigation going on by the Department of Justice, and according to a CNN report, the Justice Department publicly detailed a disturbing pattern of Black and Asian American students at the Davis School District in Farmington, Utah, were harassed for years, and officials deliberate, deliberately ignored these complaints, and just, it continued to go on. This investigation has been ongoing since 2019, and the school district is conducting their own investigation that is still going on. Uh, they were reached, uh, they tried to be reached for a comment by uh, several news outlets, but they did not comment. They only put out a statement uh, that said that they were addressing the situation uh, with this investigation. My question is what are they investigating? Even if they figure out which kids are responsible for the bullying, then what? You can't arrest them. You can't put them in jail. They're children. These kids will be around the same age, and kids at that age are going to do what they see and hear adults do. These children heard this language, this attitude, this, this animus from their parents, who are their first and their first teachers foremost. Maybe there needs to be an investigation done on the parents of these children to see where these little bullies are pulling this stuff from. Now, there are more reports of bullying by others uh, who also went to the school district, children who were targeted because of their race and even physically assaulted. And even a former homecoming queen of Davis High School there in the same district, who is black, experienced racism and discrimination and posted about this experience uh, on Facebook. And you still don't want to talk about critical race theory, huh? 
This is why learning history is so important. Maybe if those bullies in Utah were taught about the history of slavery and all the damage it's done and all the hurtful systems it's created, maybe they could have made a better choice. Maybe if more people, namely white people in these seemingly very isolated spaces in the country, uh, and particularly those red states, were willing to discuss the history of racism in this country, maybe a little girl would not have taken her life. Minnesota police are investigating a, another incident that occurred involving a 14-year-old black female high school student in which she also was the target of bullying in a video rant in which she was encouraged to kill herself as these two schoolmates of hers spewed the most hateful and racist, disgusting insults instructing her to commit suicide. The young lady who was the victim already struggles with her mental health, but unfortunately for her, in this situation, she did not commit suicide. I think maybe because she's a little older, maybe emotionally stronger to deal with the pain and stress of being bullied. Her older sister posted the video uh, to bring attention to this situation. And I don't know if you've heard it, but it's, it's a very, very horrible video. And it just sounds even more horrible coming from the mouths of these very young little white girls. Now, she'll still bear some scars from having to deal with this racism. And I just really hope that she won't ever feel that she has to resort to something drastic to deal with this situation. But it goes on and it will continue to do so. So I, I don't you can't isolate yourself from the problem or racism or black people, because we eventually will end up where you are. Black people are kind of branching out in every aspect of this country now. And racism always follows us. And it has to be dealt with at some point. It didn't start back in 2017 with students, uh, particularly in these red states, using 45's words to bully students. Uh, or earlier this year with the white sorority who did the presentation on black athletes to the demonstrate that they deem certain features ugly. The student in uh, Plano, Texas, who was bullied and forced to drink urine at a sleepover. The 13-year-old black female student in Paramus, New Jersey, who was the target of relentless bullying about her race, her body type, and there were threats that were even made against her life. While you racists are busy being racist and running over protesters in Charlottesville and driving around beating up Asian people and storming the Capitol, who's raising your kids? What are your kids doing? What are they learning? These kids are watching you and they're listening to you and they are emulating you by driving across state lines with assault rifles to shoot protesters. To, to to murder people in churches, to, to, to murder people of Latin descent at, at a Walmart in Texas. They go to mosques to kill Muslims. Sometimes they even team up father and son and become racist murderers like we saw in Georgia. These kids are learning from the most influential teachers they'll ever have. And eventually that bullying they do as kids manifests itself into violent acts in adulthood. And ultimately... In the end, it's the hate that ends up raising your kids.
Thank you to the Utah Jazz basketball team for your support of this family and especially to the Utah Jazz player uh, Donovan Mitchell for speaking up about this uh, issue on social media to uh, bring awareness to it. God bless the Tishner family and our hearts go out to you. Rest in peace, Izzy. So on Thanksgiving, a.k.a. Turkey Day, we celebrate with food, particularly poultry, in the form of, well, turkey. But now this notion that only fair-skinned birds are acceptable forms of holiday entrees is being challenged by another bird, and he's here to speak with us. So welcome to the show, Mr. Crow. Uh, welcome to the show. Now, 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 see what you just did. Uh, what did I do? You, you, you called me black before you called me crow. Uh, I actually didn't. I, I, I'm black, but I'm a crow first. Okay, sorry. It, it, you, see, you automatically want to colorize me. I I actually didn't, but uh, let's let's move on here. Uh, are you one of them black conservatives that hates yourself and judges everything that's black? Uh, no. Not. I, I I see what y'all. You you ashamed of being black? Uh, no, I'm not. show because you were having an issue with the fact that black crows are excluded from the menu at Thanksgiving? Yes. I I am shocked. I am appalled. And I have disgusted that for many years, my black crow brothers and sisters would be excluded from something such as such an important holiday like Thanksgiving. So let me get this straight. You actually want to be on the menu for Thanksgiving. Hell yeah, I want to be on the menu for Thanksgiving. Why wouldn't I want to be on the menu? I want all my Black Crow sisters and brothers to be on the menu. That's what what you call fair and equal. Uh, well... Turkey on the menu, and you see how light-skinned the turkey is. Well, he's brown when he comes out of the oven. One word for that. Crow face. Oh. It's called crow face, plain and simple. Okay, I've never heard that. Is is that what it is? Yes, it's been going on for years. It's right. a terrible thing. Right. So you started an organization to help co combat those problems. Do you want to tell us about that? I started a group to fight all the unfair treatment of black crows. What's the group called? The NAACC. National Association for the Advancement of Color Crows. Oh gosh, I'm I'm pretty sure that can't be a real thing. Now see there. Now how's it ever going to be real if nobody believes in it, brother? Uh, yeah. I'm serious. I mean, how are we going to get over as a flock if nobody believes in us? What What do you mean? Somebody has to believe in us. They have to believe we are good enough. To be on a menu. They have to believe we are good enough to be part of somebody's holiday. That's what the people have to believe in. 
I'm not sure everyone. You know, you're one to... of them. See, you're one of them that like to talk the talk, but not walk the walk. I see you. Okay. I know you. I, I've fought against people like you for years, trying like, to oppress us. Like me? But see, I come from a time when we fought. I've been fighting all my life. I'm going to keep on fighting until I can't fight no more. I'm a call from the highest mountaintops. I'm a call from the lowest valleys. I'm going to call. All right, all right, all right. If you, if you want to be on someone's menu this Thanksgiving so you can be gobbled, fine. Everyone out there listening, try crow instead of turkey this Thanksgiving. I don't know if it tastes better or fried or roasted. What, 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 what are you talking about, right? I'm telling everyone to eat crow for Thanksgiving. That's what you said. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? I never said anything about eating crow. But you said you wanted to be on the menu for Thanksgiving. I said I wanted to be on the menu. I never said nothing about getting eaten for dinner. Then what's all this fuss about? It's about inclusion. Inclusion. Haven't you heard of critical crow theory? Oh, okay. That's it. This is too much. Folks, whether you're having turkey or duck or chicken or all of the above for Thanksgiving, remember, you don't have to eat crow, but just keep them in your thoughts this holiday. Okay? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Like turkey but don't want a tough old bird? Like stuffing but don't like it dry? Get the new holiday meal kit that's all the rage this season. It's the Gates Get em Young Turkey and Stuffing Meal Kit. Hi, I'm U.S. Representative Gates, and there's only one thing I love more than the holidays, and that's something young, tight, and tender. <laughs> but since I'm already being investigated for that, I decided to lend my knowledge of young, tight things to create something I know you and your family will love for the holidays. My special young birds that I personally transport over state lines combined with my rich, moist stuffing that you can really stuff that bird with. I mean, really shove your load all the way inside. Shh, it's just my love I'm pushing inside of you. It'll be our little secret. So this Thanksgiving, don't forget to stuff your young bird with Gates' Get em Young Turkey and Stuffing Meal Kits. Young birds with thick, hearty stuffing equals a long night of pleasure with all that rich flavored stuffing exploding in your mouth. This kit should come with a pack of cigarettes. Get Gates' Get em Young Turkey and Stuffing Meal Kits. If you think that bird is too young for stuffing, <laughs> it's not. using that for thanksgiving uh anyway recipe of the day uh today's recipe of the day is sponsored by the chef imposter and this week she is taking us to a place where chicken is sugar and spice and everything nice it's balsamic chicken and veggies mm. there's nothing like grilled chicken and veggies smothered in a savory balsamic sauce 
You can check out this recipe with the Chef Imposter, and Nikki B is going to tell you where you can go to get this and other delicious recipes with the Chef Imposter. Guys, you <laughs> already know what I'm about to tell you, but I'm going to need you to go ahead and hit us up at it's a dot podcast dot thing on our Insta and our Facebook for this recipe and others, because let me tell you something, anything with some balsamic on it, uh, you know, every week I really feel like this chef has been like, mm, what can I tempt Nikki B? <laughs> um, you guys need to check it out. Come take a look. I wish we had smell vision so you yes. can just like you could tap on a on a on a picture and be like, what does this smell like? It smells like yummy in your tummy is what it smells like. So hit us up again. Again, where? Oh, let me just let me tell you. It's a dot podcast dot thing on Insta and Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Nikki B. And we are in the business of shouting out black and brown businesses. And we're also in the business of shouting out people doing good for the hood, as well as those community programs out there. And so this week we are featuring one of those community programs. And that program is with the Farm Service Agency. This is a subdivision of the U.S. Department of Agriculture and offers socially disadvantaged applicant funding to historically underserved farmers and ranchers to finance farming and ranching operations, purchase land, build or improve facilities, and help cover family living expenses. Best part of this program, there are several different types of farms you can create. We're talking wind farms, tree farms, and even educational farms. For the inspiring minority, far, uh, inspiring minority farmers and ranchers, please check out this program today and Nikki B, where can they go to find more information about this great, Let great me program? Tell you. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys where you can go. Okay. <laughs> you can go too. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's a dot podcast dot thing on our Instagram and our Facebook. And I know we were um just talking about in a previous episode, um, the black farmers market and making sure sure that we're being represented in that area and historically guys it is it's it's bad like ownership of farmers from 1910 to like i think i think maybe 50 years later decreased significantly Mm -hmm. i mean we were Mm -hmm. only at 1.5 percent of the of the farming population in this country um at the last census consensus what is that thing that we have to fill out every census (laughs) yeah that thing right there we were only at 1.5 percent and that's that's not just black people that's brown people Mm. that so that's literally anyone that is not white um and women whether you were white or not Mm. we were being extremely underrepresented underrepresented in this market because you know people think that we can't do the hard work but i'm i'm here to tell you anything (laughs) we can do i can do better okay (laughs) and guess where i'm gonna find out all this information and get my application from it's a dot podcast (laughs) dot thing on insta Facebook. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that, Nikki B. Absolutely. Uh, And also don't forget to check out some of those uh, farmers markets this uh, holiday season. Uh, Support your your businesses out there as well. Uh, We are going to hand it over, hand the baton off to Taylor Taylor for the weekly entertainment news. Taylor Taylor, 
Take it away, sweetheart. Taylor, Taylor, and I'm here to bring you the what, what? I was waiting for y'all to say Oh, oh, oh sorry. I thought you had your own thing, right? You know? I don't know. It's okay. I probably should have. <laughs> probably should have told you before. But yeah, so let me go ahead and start off with your music. And I want to talk about a song that I recommended to you guys, I think episode two. Um, the song is called Here We Go Again by The Neighborhood. So if you listen to the lyrics... The song is about Trump, not a positive way, because this band, they hate Trump. And like, if you, the pre-chorus goes, you want it to be great again, but it was never that way to begin with. And then the chorus goes, calling the troops, got him to shoot, caught in the loop, red, white, and blue. And I was like, while well, singing it, and I'm like, huh, this is a good song. I have no idea what it's about. And then I listened to it more and more. I was like, oh my God, the song's about Trump. Hmm. Oh. Okay. That okay. makes so much sense now. Because I was like, why is he saying red, white, and blue? What's going on? Mm. But it's literally talking about how everything is happening over and over and over again. And yeah, it's a good song. And it came out in December. So after like all the riots. So when he did like when he did call the troops on the protesters yeah. and all that jazz. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Uh, the next song um, is Your Love, Deja Vu by Glass Animals. Um, it was a part of their album that came out like roughly sometime last year. And I didn't listen to all the songs, which I need to do better with. I heard this song. I heard this one. I was like, yo, this song reminds me of like when the cheerleaders come out and they start dancing. This is the song that they would dance to, do choreography and everything. I was like, yo, that's so cool. This is a good song. Hmm. It's okay. good. So there's that. The next song, um, Silk Sonic released an album. So okay, so the actual album. album's out now. Yes, it's out. And I heard one of the songs. It's called Blast Off. Okay. They still have the, you know, still the vibe and everything. And I found out why they did it. Okay. So I'll tell you about that later. But the song's called Blast Off. And I was like, oh, this is good. It's like, Blast Off into the sky but you know they sing it better than me but um they actually they met in like 2017 they did something together and then they had an idea like oh we should make a collab album we should do something and then they got back together and like it was Bruno Mars he's like hey you remember how we were talking about we should do like a little collab thing yeah let's do that we should do it with the 70s vibe because that was like the best era of music so there's that okay so yeah i don't know if they're gonna keep going because i know ego wise i don't know if they're gonna stay as this group or like split apart but mm. good stuff good stuff uh the next song is be alive by beyonce this is the feature song for the king richard movie that's coming uh. out so this is like when you hear the song it's like oh will smith beyonce makes sense i'm just kidding but yeah <laughs> so this is the song for the movie and like when you hear the word like the title you think it'll be like a slow 
little soft song, but it's kind of upbeat. It has like a little hip hop little vibe to it. And I was like, oh, it's so good. I know you won't like it because you don't care for Beyonce. Mm. So. You don't care for who? Beyonce. Keep it moving. Keep it oh. moving. Next song. Next song. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. And the next song, you actually know who she is because you recommended her to me before. Um, the song is called Softly by Amber Mark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amber Mark. Yeah. She's, so she's she, good. She she's actually good. has an album. Oh, out. finally. Yes. Yeah. And the album's called Softly. Okay. So I was okay. like, let me listen to the song that's the name of the album. I was like, ooh, this is nice. It's so pretty. Check that out. It's good. It's called Softly. Okay. Okay. So good. Yeah. So yeah, that's all the music. Did you did you have any input or anything? Because I felt like I was just talking, um, Mickey V. Um, I'm too scared to make a comment because I don't want the Beehive coming after me. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that another time. So let's. BTS fans are crazy. <laughs> All right, let's let's jump into entertainment here. Let's All get right. into the entertainment. Okay, well now to your entertainment news. The first thing is there's a movie that came out and it was an all star cast. It's called The Harder They Fall. Okay. And yo, I don't know anything about Western movies except for Blazing Saddles, but <laughs> this one. <laughs> It gave me really like like the Western vibes that I know for the most part, but all black people. It was dope. It was great. Okay. It's very violent though, mm. for the most part. So don't watch it with the kids, because okay. you know, Westerns, guns, Not a family movie. violence. Yeah. yeah. So 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 we talking violence and probably bad language. Are we talking nudity too? Actually, no. Well, there's a blue lady. Spoiler alert. Um, not really. <laughs> um, it's mostly violence and kind of language for the most part. So it's not, it's censored. Like, it's like the lowest of rated R movies. Like, oh, okay. on the rated okay. R scale. Okay. I mean, so. you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a support Regina no matter what. That's the girl. That's the girl. She could put out a commercial. I'll be like, she did put out she, a commercial. She, yeah, she does have commercials. Yeah, she actually does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you go, girl. Well, yeah. that if you like, it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you should totally watch it. I watched it twice, even though I yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. So yeah, acting and everything, like all star cast, good literally, good even some of the background people. Um, the next um thing I have for you is Star Wars. So there's a series coming out about Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Okay. Yeah, Boba Fett. So, see, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but it's called The Book of Boba Fett. And it's a spinoff of the Mandalorian series. And it's starring, I don't want to say his name wrong, but he played, I guess, Boba Fett's daughter, son, no, father. Father mm. in the, um, I think, which one was it? It's one of the. Prequel I got ones. lost after, like, uh, Darth Vader was, yeah, born. That, that, that That's it. I'm it's, done. So, if you know who I'm talking about, I don't want to mess up his name, but it's Tim Ula Morrison? Does that sound, does that sound right? I don't know. I, like, like I said, I, after, after you know, Darth Vader came to be, I was like, oh, okay, that was great. Well, if you've seen Star Wars, like, all the episodes, then you see, like, oh, that's Boba Fett's son. It's dad. I don't know why I keep getting it. Okay, well, there's that. Uh, next, there's a new trailer for Spider-Man. You know, oh my gosh. Okay, 
Okay, I know you're not going to see it, but there's a lot of like, oh, it's a, who? it was good. It was okay. Good. It <laughs> looks right. great. Like, there's a, they have a reason why all the um, other villains from the other movie are coming back because of the, how the spell it went off. And then Doctor Strange is like, you open a multiverse and all the villains from the other worlds of Spider-Man are coming to attack you. So there's that. And, you know, what's it? Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in it. Gotcha. But you don't see it in the trailer. So, My original Spider-Man Tobey. Oh, gosh. Uh, next, King Richard is out now. So yes. when you can see it, go see it. Uh, yes. Also, Ghostbusters Afterlife is also out. So, okay. when you can, go see that too. And last but not least, if you are a fan of the series called The Game, it's back. Oh, wow. On Paramount Plus. Okay. So, if you have Paramount Plus, you can watch it there. But it doesn't have the twin in it, though. Uh, it has the original cast, but not... I never, I never watched it. I do like uh, Wendy Ra Raquel Robinson, but I never watched the actual series. She didn't. So. It has everyone in it, for the most part, except for. So the guy who ruined his career. <laughs> most likely. Sorry, yeah, was... Um, I don't know if it's here or tomorrow, but one of the, the one, yeah, one of the twins. Yeah. Oh, the twin. You said twin. I thought yeah. you meant like okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. she's not in it. Oh, she. Oh, wow. Okay, she's they, a pretty important part. Yeah, I think they both stopped acting. To be honest. But I think the she was married to the guy who ended up like just doing something really stupid and ended up they all going to jail. ended up doing something stupid. Um, yeah, anyway, you talking about the actor? Yeah, the guy. Okay, most likely. Pooch. I, I think he's in it too. Brother named Pooch, but I anyway. believe he's in it. But yeah, um, that is it for entertainment this week. You have Taylor, Taylor, you got Paramount Plus money? Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, this is for the people who do. I don't. I barely oh, have okay. Disney Plus money. <laughs> she said, let me correct you real quick. <laughs> All right. I got one birthday. I'm just going to shout them out. Uh, happy birthday to President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Uh, he is now the oldest man to ever serve as president. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> By him falling asleep in the middle of congressional meetings <laughs> and fucking crazy. <laughs> that's that stuff that people over 70 do. They still... <laughs> you know, you know. Oh, man. So, yes. Hope I'm he... not mad at him, though. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. That's, he that's... some aviators in. It's like he's 45 again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's making history. He's making history. All right. Thank you, Taylor Taylor. <laughs> well, that is it for your entertainment news, and I will see you on the flip. Thank you for joining us once again, and we'll be giving thanks next week. So make sure you check us out everywhere you can listen to podcasts, uh, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, and everywhere else. Uh, I would like to thank mom and dad, family and friends. Thank you to the Chef Imposter. Make sure you support black and brown and small businesses. And also check out our uh, community partner and community programs. Uh, this week, uh, the one that we were featuring there, please, please check it out. Some good opportunities for black farmers and ranchers there. Uh, like Nikki B said, uh, we make up a very small percentage uh, when it comes to that. So uh, definitely check out uh, Department of Agriculture and the Socially Disadvantaged Applicant Funding. 
also too, uh, thank you for everyone, uh, frontline workers, essential workers, uh, brothers and sisters protesting for the planet. Thank you. Uh, God bless families of victims of violence, people dealing with natural disasters, as well as this pandemic still, uh, and unemployment, because there's still some people out there looking for work. So, uh, Nikki B, you got any shout outs or thank yous? Tuning in to my co-hosts. Thanks, guys. You guys are great, and to the love of my life, I love you, Pop. Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, uh, EJ the DJ, what you got over there, man? What you, what you got? Uh, he said, "Thank you, mom and dad." And he says, uh, "Now that we got Gosser, uh, he's been censored. Uh, he needs to be investigated, and then he needs to go after the uh, succubus from Georgia who loves guns and hates children." I agree with that. Uh, let's get him out of there, EJ the DJ. I heard uh, MTG also loves infidelity. At least that's what her husband thinks. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's a list of other ones that we need to get out of there, too. Like I said, uh, remember them on Election Day, y'all. Uh, and for my listening audience, remember, it's your thing. It's, your, it's our thing. It's a podcast thing. Be safe, everyone. Peace.